0: After all this, you still... I still want that gas, yes. And you had better deliver. Hello again, dear listeners. It's just me, Adi, today with another solo episode. I'm once again reading off of something I typed up, so I sincerely apologize for the weird cadence. I know my reading voice is jarringly different from my speaking voice. I also do apologize for how long it's taken me to get an episode up. Things have been really busy lately, and I'm hoping I can get a more regular schedule set up soon. In the meantime, I'll ensure I'm reachable and at least putting out some content. I'm hoping I can write, record, and release this in one day, mainly because today marks the 80th birthday of Senator Bernie Sanders, someone whose influence I cannot understate, not just on my own thought and approach, but also in terms of what I keep getting at when I say gaslighting myself in the greenhouse. For a lot of us, I'd argue that Bernie was influential in our political development. It's safe to say that not only did a lot of people find themselves moving towards the left, I'd argue many of his warnings in 2016 and 2020 are beginning to come true. Amidst a never-ending pandemic, horrifying reversals on reproductive rights in Texas, and of course, the looming reminder of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 coming up, I think it's worth revisiting Bernie for a moment. For starters, Bernie's demarcation as an independent is incredibly unique and worth recognizing here. For folks in the Democratic Party, especially from what I recall in 2016, well, if you wanted to participate in electoral politics, mainly because that's what we build to people as the way to engage within the system, and you come out of an issue camp like the environment, you're broadly compelled to support the Democratic Party because where else is there to go? No shade to folks at the Green Party, but... That's the position I found myself in as a young environmental science major, not yet disappointed by the reality of how institutions actually work in America. I still held on to the idea that this is a party that is capable of doing good. I still bought into the idea of, oh, if there weren't all these Republicans, then the Democrats could fix it all, I bet. Ironically... It was an understated segment on the Daily Show about the McCutcheon versus FEC decision that had that had me seriously considering the reality of money in politics, at least at that level. That put me on to do a little more research, and while I was still in my cocoon of liberal orthodoxy, I was convinced that the progressive approach, as it was structured at that time anyways, progressive is now just a word that means whatever people wanted to mean, sorry, I digress. Uh, Anyways, I was convinced the more ardent, dogged approach to campaign finance taken by Bernie was a critical component of any kind of reform and a necessary first step in making sure the country runs in a truly democratic fashion. So when Bernie declared his candidacy in 2016, the choice was obvious and as such began my exit from the greenhouse where I was being gaslit. What transpired in 2016 was my wake up call. One I was slow to answer and one that I'm still answering in a way, but to see Bernie's decisive win in the Michigan primary was my first time seeing a challenge to the status quo vindicated. It was a signal that a real, critical approach could win, even though the stated aim of the 2016 campaign was merely to keep pushing Hillary Clinton to the left by serving as a foil, Bernie had much more of a shot than initially given credit for. What I didn't expect to learn on top of this was the deep level of opposition to us. While there's been a lot of ink spilled on the evolution of the right as Trump began to come to the fore, I wasn't really shocked by their contempt and disapproval. What came as a sincere shock to me, and I admit I was a little too young to understand why this was the case, was indeed the hostility among liberals who initially told me they were my allies. This was my first exposure to the realities of how the Democratic Party is more of an influence network, as we discussed in our last episode, instead of a progressive force for change. This formative experience was what sent me further into examining my liberal assumptions as I slowly learned more about the left, socialism, critiques of America as an empire, and the limits of electoral politics. Along the way, my own experiences of being downwardly mobile, getting into Chapo, And many days of being alone to think, I'd done more to chip away at the greenhouse of liberalism, and while I was already identifying with socialism, I was ready for Bernie round two in 2020. I can't say I was the most involved. I did indeed text for the campaign, but I could only feel a sense of impending doom. Unrelated or premonitory, the hand of the institutions was back. We got to see the naked influence of Pete Buttigieg in Iowa, we saw the backhanded moves by former ally Elizabeth Warren, and we even got to see all these ambitions collapse and contain themselves behind now-president Joe Biden. Before we could even regroup, sooner than we could understand, the pandemic kicked off. In the interest of saving lives, especially when there were no decisions being made on delaying or postponing any primary events, Bernie was now effectively in a corner and chose to suspend his campaign. It was a dark day, and the reactions were all over the place, but the sadness and the anger was universal in all of it. To see Bernie, especially these days, acting in such strict lockstep with the Democratic Party is definitely among the points of contention in how people are perceiving him post-2020, especially when he seems to get little in terms of concessions, praise, or recognition from mainstream party members, or Democratic media apparatchiks. I personally understand how people had felt betrayed and frustrated, even though my own take is, at this point, Bernie is much like a hostage at gunpoint, saying what he needs to say, so as to not worsen his odds of getting out. Now of course, I don't mean to dredge up this pain without a reason. To know there are fewer voices that articulate a meaningful challenge to power, particularly within existing institutions, is a sad thing indeed, and it is indeed worthy of our grief in a time where it seems no one is coming to help. To paraphrase Felix Biederman of Chapo, there are two reactions to the collapse of the American Empire, and Bernie represents the reaction that would negotiate on behalf of the average person to ensure they aren't hollowed out in the collapse. We live in the reality of the alternate reaction, it seems. Try as we did, the sheer reality of institutional resistance to change, and the reality of most people not participating in electoral politics because they've been let down or have no faith, prevented us from realizing the dream of being able to vote in a transformative figure who we could trust to remain truly independent in some sense. This being said, For the failure of this dream, and for Bernie's acquiescence to the Democratic Party, we must see ourselves as taking the baton from him. I have no real prescription for what comes next or how to deal with our current quagmire. I confess, I'm still an idiot with a lot to learn and so much more to do. But it is important to recognize this experience as one of many that feeds our discontent and recognition of this world as an unjust place in need of significant change. Like I keep saying, the situation we live in is akin to being gaslit in a greenhouse. And were it not for Bernie, I would not have been able to step outside and recognize just how much more I had to learn and how much more I had to unlearn. Bernie, for all his flaws, represents a conduit through which the left, whatever you say that is, in America must pass through. And even though he could not succeed, We now know just how far someone like him can get. We can now assess how much further we have to go. We can either move past him or inherit the best of him. But in some way, Bernie has opened a door for us. Whether or not we succeed in what comes past that threshold is another question. But all I can say for now is he helped me take the first step in a very, very long journey. And I recognize that this coming generation will be influenced by these events. Time will tell if we indeed get our act together. Happy birthday, Bernie Sanders, from all of us at the Greenhouse. As I went walking...